Yo, in this episode, this is a special one. I am on a radio talk show host. I'm talking with Kim Munson. She is a local radio show host here in Colorado. She had me on talking about the Patriotic Bible study that we had in the beginning of the year. It was really awesome. It was really cool. It was really insightful. And honestly, it was a great experience. So I want to share it with you guys. So here it is. Bible study. It's really an exciting thing that he is doing. And Chris Tubbs, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, and Chris, I was trying to figure out what generation you were, and I generation <laughs> Zer. Is that what they're calling you these days? Well, technically, I'm actually a millennial. Uh, it's, it's kind of like, it's a weird cutoff day, but, um, like I'm right on the edge of being a Gen Z and a millennial. So I'm technically a millennial. Okay. And, uh, millennials get a kind of a bad rap, I think. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, you are, you're anything but what I think the kind of the, um, what I, I, the perception is when people are talking about millennials, and I have Thank a lot you. Of millennials in my life, and they do like to challenge that narrative out there. But you found it something very interesting, a patriotic Bible study. What was your inspiration in doing this? Yeah, so to give you a little bit of context, um, you know, as you know, the year 2020 was just really, really crazy. Um, you know, in the beginning of the year, I was, I was looking at the news and watching all the coronavirus stuff going on. Um, I, to me, I just wasn't having it. And I just saw, you know, the entire world literally go into hysteria, you know, and I was just, I was baffled because I was like, really? Like, we've never had anything like this, you know, um, and people are getting scared of this. We don't even know what it is. And so, you know, as we were going through, out through the year, you know, we were going through the lockdowns and shutdowns and everything like that. Um, you know, June came around and we saw what they were calling peaceful protests, you know, but we, you know, the looting, the rioting, everything was going on. I was, I was extremely upset. And so, um, I, I did what for me was the best thing was, is I just kind of went to my happy place. I just went to God and asked him, okay, what the heck do we do about this? Because I was, I was just I was just kind of like going crazy. I was like, okay, this is absolutely nuts. This year is just really, really weird. And so um, the one thing that he told me, he said, son, it is now time for uh, you to teach people about me and to teach people about the truth about America. And I was like, okay, um, all right. (laughs) I was really taken aback by that, but it really hit me hard. 
Yeah, exactly. And But it really hit me hard. And I was like, okay. And so I, I just stuck on that thought and I, I was just think on it, uh, thinking on it for a while. And then around um, August time, he said, okay, son, it is now time to start a Bible study. And I said, okay, um, I don't know how that's going to look, what that's going to look like or anything like that. But as I started to um, you know, to kind of formulate how it would look like and everything. I asked one of my friends, my great friends, Greg McCrimmon. Um, he's just, he's an amazing guy. He's a believer. He's just, he is a diehard patriot for America. And so I asked him, I was like, Hey man, can you, w- would you like to be helping me within, you know, what I'm going to be calling this a patriotic Bible study. And it's just really teaching people, you know, the truth about how, America is literally founded by the Bible. I mean, 100% founded by the Bible. I, you know, a lot of the um, political science people that were doing the studies on how everything was for- formed and how the founding fathers got their ideas, they said about around 34% of what they quoted, you know, was from the Bible. And then, you know, all the rest of the people that they were looking after, you know, the Blackstones and Moscows and everything, they were quoting the Bible themselves. And so I, I got inspired by that. And I just wanted to show people how awesome America is because of what uh, we're founded on. So that's how it got uh, started for me. And so you're doing this on Facebook or how is this working, uh, Chris Tubbs? Yeah. So we're doing it two ways. We're doing it also on Facebook live. We were doing that. And then we were also doing it in person. And so, um, you know, we were, uh, taking what the, what we were doing from like Facebook live. And I would put it onto, um, like my YouTube, I would put it onto my rumble channel. I would put it onto my, uh, podcast and, um, but you know, to me, you know, if, if people can't join it like on virtually or anything like that, then uh, to me, I think the the biggest benefit they can get is becoming or coming in person because, you know, especially with what was going on in 2020, people were, were just isolated. And so I, to me, I think the best way is to be coming in person just because you can get that close contact with everybody. So that's how we were doing it. Well, I really think that in-person is important. This whole uh, social distancing shouldn't be called social distancing. It's physical distancing that they're, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, been pushing on us. And I'll tell you, Chris Tubbs, I find it so crazy that you can only go in one door now and entrance in a business and you have to go out the other door. This is just, it's just kind of mind-boggling to me of what has happened here. Uh, in America, yeah. I do think that it is important that we that we get together. And so, how can people get more information about the Bible study? Yeah, I think the best way right now, as I'm going to be continuing building my website and everything like that, is just to email pbstudy1776 at gmail dot com. That is where I've been emailing people. Um, all the details of upcoming events and just kind of, I've also been for the people that have not been joining in person. Cause there, there's been people that been wanting to join um, pretty much all across the nation for this because they, they see the value of it. They see the value of learning about America. And so 
uh, they can just join at pbstudy1776 at gmail.com. And they could just let me know, you know, their name and where they are. And um, then we can get them the details for the future events. Okay. Now, Chris Tubbs, I'm going to go to break early. I want to uh, hold you through the break. And we want to talk um, a bit more about maybe some of the big things that you have learned as you've gone through this study. Absolutely. We're going to go to break uh, a little early, and we will be right back with Chris Tubbs. On the line with me is Chris Tubbs. He is a founder of a patriotic Bible studies. He's right on that cusp between a millennial and uh, a Gen Zero, I think that it is. And Chris, uh, you said that you were inspired that, that to start this uh, patriotic Bible study. And the founders have gotten such a bad rap, particularly from what is being taught to millennials. And so this is kind of groundbreaking on what you're doing. But tell us a little bit about uh, what you've seen. I guess let's start with that with uh, millennials and Christianity and our founders. What would you say is the big perception out there right now, Chris? Are you talking about just more of like what the millennials think of the founding fathers? Yeah, because I think that they have really gotten, the founding fathers have gotten a very bad rap in our education system. So I think a lot of millennials don't under, understand uh, really what, uh, what the founders did or what's your perception on that. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that I've seen is that they just don't know who the founding fathers are. Um, you know, I, at least from what I remember, I wasn't really taught a lot in school, you know, through elementary school, through middle school, high school, even a little bit of college of just who the founding fathers were. And so when when I talk about this stuff to other people, you know, like around my age, they just they just really don't know. They just don't know who the founding fathers are, you know? And, um, look, I'm, I'm not the one that's going to be able to name every single one of them. I'm just not, I'm not, I can't do that. But, you know, looking at some of our big time people like Ben Franklin, you know, George Washington, you know, even, um, like John Adams, like those types of guys, they were absolutely incredible. You know, they, they, they believed in God. They believed in, um, just the the founding or like they they believed in the biblical principles and they they understood and read the bible a ton you know and so like they, it's funny because like they would just throughout their speeches you know looking at some of their speeches you know while they were coming up with the constitution and everything like that they would be quoting bible verses and you wouldn't even be knowing it now you know nowadays because they they read it so much back then that they could just name off and just talk about a certain verse and just insert it into any sentence that they want. And, um, you know, people would understand what the heck they were talking about by, by, back then because everybody back then really... Uh, they were, they were very fond and very, uh, they, they understood the Bible a lot more than we do today. And so that's, that's the biggest thing that I see right now. Well, and that is because, uh, they read it and, yeah. um, I was challenged to actually start daily Bible reading. And I have to admit that I have not been as disciplined about that, um, recently and it's like note to self I, I need to start that again but i did actually read it from cover to cover that doesn't mean that i got everything that i understood everything but it did help me chris with uh context and, and as you mentioned it you can see through 
uh, foundational writings, just the, the influence uh, there. And I would actually highly recommend that people challenge themselves to do that. And, yeah. you know, there's parts of it that are kind of boring, and but there's <laughs> parts of it that uh, it, it's, a, it's a historical doc- document, but it's also uh, it's a story of, of humankind. Yeah. And I think it's also a story of, of God continually searching to want to have a relationship with each and every person. I think that's the beauty of it. And yeah. just to take the Bible for just like one verse or whatever, I would I would challenge people not to do that, Chris. I think it needs to be a bigger context. Your thoughts? No, I totally agree with that. I 100% agree with that. Because if you look at it, even within the church of today, they will take one verse out of context and then they will try to twist it. They will try to make it to whatever they want it to be. And it's like, no, gosh, dang it. No. Can you please read the entire verse? Can you please give some context of to what this person was saying, what God was saying, you know, and it's totally true. I totally agree with that. You know, a lot of the times people take it out of context, you know, and they have this, re- a lot of people, the entire world has this weird view of of God and, and seeing him as more of like the, the lightning bolt thrower, you know, and wants to just punish people. But the truth is about God is that he's a loving God and that he wants what is best for us. And he wants a relationship with us. See, I think that's the key. And Chris, I, Christianity has been given a bad a bad reputation as or Christians have been given a, a reputation of uh, people that want to control your life, that are judging you and telling you what you can and cannot do. Yeah. And certainly human beings, Christians are human beings and, and that is a human trait that can happen. Yeah. But do you not find it absolutely astounding that the veil is now off, that it is not Christians that are telling you how you should live your life, what you have to do, uh, and uh, trying to control every aspect of your life. It is actually the radical, regressive activists that want to do that. And I find that so interesting that still Christians get this perception that they want to control your life, but then look at who's really wanting to do that, and it is those that are not Christians that want to do that. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah. It's weird because... You're seeing a lot of um, you're seeing a lot of codependency within the world right now. You know, just people relying on other people to make them happy. You know, and that's not that's not really our job. You know, that's God's job. And so, at least from what I've seen, is that more and more Christians, in my opinion, are becoming more of a very passive. You know, and it, and it goes against what God has called us to do. He He has called us to be. Uh, assertive within our own lives, but also within within our schools, within our businesses, within church, within just everyday life. And uh, you know, to to be real, to be frank, we just got to take responsibility. We have to be taking responsibility for our own lives for ourselves. You know, and and again, the key is to having that relationship with God. You know that that's what changes everything, really. Well, and that really is the I think the key the key to Christianity. And of course, we're yeah. we're in Holy Week, and Easter is on Sunday. And as I mentioned, I, the Bible I, is a, a continual story of of God reaching out and wanting to have a uh, a relationship 
with each and every one of us. And I, I jokingly say, I don't mean to be sacrilegious, but as God has watched mankind, and you see this throughout the Bible, it's kind of like, now don't make me come down there. <laughs> He, he did. And yeah. uh, the cross overcame the sin and death so that so that people can have a relationship with, uh, with God. And in doing so, people can then live boldly, not exactly boldly, Chris. Yeah. Uh, your comment. No, I, I totally agree with that, you know, because... When when people understand, you know, what Jesus was doing on earth, you know, he, he wanted to show people who God was, you know, and he wanted to show that God was a very loving father. And again, that he wants what's best for us, that he's, you know, God's made us in his likeness, in his image, you know, and because of Jesus, you know, having the Holy Spirit, he showed us how to work with the Holy Spirit in our lives, you know, and and you know the holy spirit is there to to comfort us to give us guidance to to bring remembrance to things for us and um you know to me like and that's kind of like why i was getting so frustrated uh you know in the very beginning of 2020s because it's like i even saw believers i saw christians are like kind of just like take a step back you know and not use their authority that god has given us onto this earth and I was like, what? Like, are you serious? Like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah. But as I started to really understand what, what people were thinking and going through, like, I, I, I understood what, what was going on in their hearts, you know? And so, like, for me, my, my biggest thing is, you know, I do a lot of work with the youth, you know, one of the networks that I work through, Faith Ministries Network, you know, we, we do a lot of youth camps. And so we teach, we teach the kids of like, hey, you know, God is a good God, you know, Jesus is has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. You know, he had the Holy spirit, the Holy spirit is here to help us, you know, throughout our life. And, you know, when you, when you trust God, when you have a relationship with him, that's where your life gets great. You know, that's where it gets really, really good because, you know, when you understand who God is, when you understand and grasp his love for you, that's what changes and transforma- uh gives people transformation in their hearts. So, Yeah. Well, and I think that that is an, another thing, is, is human beings do want to be loved. Yes. And unfortunately, human beings let down other human beings. Yeah. But um, God never really, he doesn't let us down. Now, that doesn't mean that life is easy, that life goes the way we want. I mean, tragedy happens because yeah. of our, our humanness. Yep, um, exactly. I, I I found, Chris, one of the beauties of the cross is that as Christ was going through that uh, Good Friday uh, in the crucifixion, is that he, at that point in time, experienced everything that a human being ever could. Yeah. He lost his friends. People rejected him. He had no clothes. He had no money. Yeah. Uh, his mother, it was tragic to see a child die. His mother saw that. He experienced everything that we ever can yeah. uh, on earth, and he overcame it. And I think that I think that's important for people to understand as they're going through difficult times right now, Chris. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. And I, I, I really like that point that you said. Is you know, he experienced everything. You know, it's true. It, it, along with like all the sicknesses within the world, you know, I mean, he took that upon himself. And because of what he did through hell, you know, he. 
he overcame it. And now, and I think what's cool too, is that we can relate to Jesus because he was a man. He was a man on earth. You know, my pastor, um, you know, that I grew up with, he always said, you know, uh, Jesus had a, a, a belly button. You know, and <laughs> I always laugh at that, but it, it makes sense. Like it, it I know. Right. <laughs> but it's true. Like he had a belly button. He was a man. He was a man on earth and we are able to relate to him because he was a man. And I think that's, what's key within understanding, um, you know, the death, burial and resurrection is that he was a man and everything that he did on earth through the Holy spirit, we can do as well. And that's cool. Well, and so going back to the founders, and, and before we, we only have a few minutes left, but yep. how can people get information about this work that you're doing? What is that email? Yes. So that email is pbstudy1776 at gmail.com. Um, that, that is the best way to, to get a hold of us, to um, get on uh, updates on future events and future patriotic Bible studies that we're going to be doing, because, you know, this isn't a one-time thing, you know, and we want to continue to teach people the truth about who God is and to uh, teach uh, true history so that people can, you know, they can choose for themselves if they want to, um, you know, to take that and apply it into their everyday life, you know? And so, you know, the, 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 the biggest thing that, you know, that I was seeing and that my heart is for is just for people just to live out their best life. And so that's what we, that's kind of, that's our goal with this whole thing is we just want people to live their best life. So. And that best life is one, uh, a life of, uh, I, um, in my view of standing on, standing for something, standing for yeah. American ideas, standing for, uh, liberty, this, this idea that all men are created equal. Yes. These rights from God of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Yes. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, that was it. I hope that you guys enjoyed that because to me, that was a lot of fun. It was a really, really cool experience just to be on a radio show. I mean, come on. That was awesome. And she wanted to invite me back onto her show. We will do it in person next time. I'm super excited for the next time we go on to her show. So ladies and gentlemen, if you have enjoyed this, if you want to continue to listen to my podcast, go ahead and subscribe to me on any of the platforms that you guys are watching or listening on. And I just want to let you know and remind you to be who you are and God bless America. America.